the night before podcast and all through this shit, Keon told me to do a Christmas intro, and I hope it's legit. That's pretty good. Fuck yeah. Hello and welcome to the podcast of why we answer the questions until we will die. You didn't think to ask them or were too lazy to Google. Please don't call me Mr. Scrooge Girl. I am Laser Elric, the jolly but not. I'm Matthew Slaza, the jolly and hot. And I'm Keon Boozer, the Christmas robot. So welcome to our show, you fucking thought. <laughs> I, uh, Laser and I always go in some sort of theory That's of our names for what we are. Yeah, and you always go out of you always go outside of the box, and I love it. But I also I hate rhymed. It. I rhymed with both of your shit. Wow, this is the one time you can't claim that. Oh, shit, robot. Yeah, that's Welcome true. to our show, <laughs> Why a Podcast Survivors, and Merry Christmas to all. And to all, welcome to listening to our podcast. This <laughs> Holy Diver. Wonderful week's episode is Christmas, largely due to the fact that if you listen to this the day it comes out, tomorrow's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing that we live in the past and the future and the present? We're ghosts. I'm really excited because we've gotten some great guests on this podcast. Like we got Tim Curry for the Halloween episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We got uh, other people. So I'm other hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. Oh, oh my God! Is that? <laughs> oh my God, Santa! Oh my Merry God! Merry Christmas! It's him. Why a podcast survivors? Oh. Is that Elon Musk? Hello, Keon. Please. It's the ghost of Christmas Ke past. Keon, sit on my knee. Okay. Uh, um, That's bad. Yeah. What? No, no, no. What, what do you want for Christmas, <laughs> young man? All right. Hey, guys. Let, oh, so God. let's jump so right gross. in. We're going to be asking one why question each. The others will guess <laughs> the answers, and then we'll let you know why. Who'd like to begin? Twas the night before Christmas, and we ruined Santa for everybody. I got to be real with you guys. I think this is the latest we've recorded so far. So yeah, I'm going to listen. It's a fucking I'm going to I'm going to give you the goddamn best shit in the world. Let's do this, guys. Who's going that first? Is, you know what? Can we write that down as a review of the podcast? Yes. <laughs> or that's a good quote to describe the podcast. I listen. I I'm gonna give you the best goddamn shit in the world, Laser listen, Elric. Hashtag listen, fuck Laser. Listen, you, you punk ass bitches. Just goddamn. Who's going first? Laser. I think you should go first. You got this energy popping. All right. All right, guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey. hey I laser, always. Hey, laser, I always laser. I, you know. Uh, hey. Hello. Um, hello. Hello. Why? 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 Do you guys just not know fucking shit about Christmas? <laughs> uh, I have a really good, good, serious answer to that. I am, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm Jewish, so I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate that you got a good laugh out of me. I I know some stuff about Christmas um, because, believe it or not, a lot of Jews create a lot of the Christmas stuff, but we'll get to that later. But I have a really good real answer for you later. Are you plugging your question and my question? <laughs> I'm a marketing major. This is my time to shine. <laughs> I uh, This is the real thing. Uh, this is the reason I really don't know anything about Christmas. Um, I was actually uh, a, a really, really big enthusiast for Christmas. Um, I, I studied, you know, I, I took, I took the, the uh, Santa bar exam and um and uh, i got you know i passed it flying flying uh flying colors just like the reindeer mm -hmm. flying reindeer and, uh, yeah. yes exactly yeah just reindeer. like those flying reindeer <laughs> all six reindeer i got six out of six reindeer on the bar santa bar and um santa but did you recall the most famous reindeer of all uh yeah it's actually uh levi nobody talks about levi <laughs> which is weird because you just said he's the most famous reindeer of all you dumb shit <laughs> he has a clothing store he doesn't need a reindeer anymore yeah exactly shut the fuck up yeah. laser but my just point was um, but does he wear jeans like they go up to like his chest or do they only go on his back legs he actually wears the, i'm literally uh, gonna i'm gonna it's commit the, opposite of the boot cut it's <laughs> it's called the belt cut he wears um jeans up to his belt line uh, just above the clavicle. And um, I would just like to say I knew a lot about Christmas. I had a good answer here. I don't know where I went, but I knew a lot about Christmas. But then I accidentally wrote it all down, and I fed it to the void fish, and now I don't remember any of it. <gasps> Yay! Jesus Christ. Candle Christ. I've... <laughs> 
Wow, guys, I can't wait till our podcast is like our own original content. That's never going to happen. It's two years ago, and you know I've mentioned that I'm catching it's up just, on This is our McElroy fan cast. Uh, oh, no, I accidentally fed your Neopet. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally fed it? Shouldn't yeah, I, I only it? feed my Neopet. I was doing that while you were talking because you went on a while. <laughs> oh, and, my God. Uh, so I'm, I, I accidentally fed Keon, which is unfortunate. Are you malnourishing our Neopets? Oh, I I literally haven't fed your guys' Neopets since making them. Well, Jesus. I've been like reading all the books to mine and feeding them. This yeah, is like the, a, the vo- this is like a voodoo curse. Yeah, yeah um, like uh, my Neopet is named Laser is Awesome. And then we have uh, Keon Sucks and Matt is a Nerd. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> My, mine's definitively oh. negative. Matt's is like neutral kind of. I like mine. That's a just little. a fact. Oh no, to, nerds! Nerds, uh, they burn. To be fair, um, I would like to say you should feed our Neopets. You have a green thumb, as it's called. Also, I'm sorry for the reference of another podcast, but I've been chatting with these people to peel back the curtain a little bit Jesus about how Christ. I'm catching up on this two-year-old climax episode where we don't say peel back the curtain. Okay, fine. We're uh, exposing the kimono, whatever. We're, we're exposing the kimono, and I uh, am finally approaching the climax of this two-year-old climax of this we're podcast. Finally climaxing. I'm finally climaxing and I'm very excited <laughs> about it and I don't get to talk to you guys about it that much. So it popped in my head. I'm sorry. The point is Keon, why the fuck don't you know about Christmas? Editor cut well, all let's this make, out. No, no, no. Let's make this let's give make sure the Christmas episode is a gift to ourselves. Let's just talk about the adventure zone. Oh, Christ <laughs> on a cross. I'm, I'm kidding. Gonna, Speaking of which, no. <laughs> there you go. Christmas. Yeah, uh, the reason I don't know much about Christmas is that it actually triggers me a little bit. Um when it when when it comes to Christmas, I was uh, I was a young boy, and um, around Christmas time, I would always get gifts, and they were they were really nice. My parents were really cool to me, and they would get us like the the slightly worse version of what we wanted. So if I wanted like a PlayStation Two, they'd get me a PlayStation One, or they'd get like if I wanted Time Crisis Two, they'd get me like the Japanese only Time Crisis One game that nobody ever played. Are you giving so, a serious answer to this question? Yeah, and so they they'd get me all the stuff, and it was it was always the slightly worse version, and I always wanted uh, like just a little Santa doll, and it'd be like cool, and it said it would be my like festive gift, and they got me this like 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 an uncanny version of Santa, and every time you pull on its string, it would uh, turn inside out, and it would just uh, jump on your face, and just was it anatomically uh, correct on the inside? Yeah, it was all just blood and gore, and I don't know where they found it, but um. <laughs> It's still uh, just part of me. Like, I don't know if you guys Wait. have noticed, but it's just on my face perpetually for the past. If you think that's why my face looks a little fucked up, that's just what that is. That so, reminds I me mean, of when my parents put an elf on the shelf in my bedroom, and every time he <laughs> saw me sin, he told me when I would die. Oh, my God. Wow. That's a nice <laughs> gift from your parents. So, this is uh, what happens when we record so late at night. We're just going d- deep oh, in God. the rabbit hole. Hey, hey uh, Keon, if you're editing yeah. this episode, can you just give me a favor? Cut out the last 11 minutes. Let's... uh. Let's start over. <laughs> hey, guys. So um, I'm going to teach you some shit about Christmas. Um, Please do. So, uh, hey, guys. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask you some little questions. You give me extremely short answers or I will stab you to death. Okay. So, That's a high stakes game. Hey, All right. <laughs> like that Santa doll. Hey, guys. When uh, did the first image of Santa Claus flying in a sleigh happen? Uh, Keon, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, 2012. Uh, it was actually in the year of our Lord. Uh, 1917. There we go. 1819. Whoa, really? It was, Close. It was created by Washington Irving, the same author who dreamt up the Headless Horseman. So, guys. Damn. Wait, um, I thought J.K. Rowling came up with the Headless Horseman. Why was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer conceptualized? Uh, mm, to help uh, fighter pilots. So the Monterey Ward, uh, Montgomery, whoops, Montgomery Ward, it's a department <laughs> store. They created Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. As a marketing gimmick to sell Christmas coloring books. You gotta be Are shitting you, me. Wait, for coloring books? <laughs> coloring books. Holy and, shit. But here's the thing, though. You Consumerism. Think, uh, see, I was lying to you because it wasn't Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The original didn't have a red nose. Wait, wh- oh my god. Wait, what do you mean? That's because red noses were seen as an indicator of chronic alcoholism, and Montgomery Ward didn't want <gasps> him to look like a drunkard. Oh my god. Holy <laughs> shit. Right. Dude, that oh. his uh, original name was almost Reginald or Rollo. R- Rollo, R O L L O, like the candy. So in, yeah, let's in like Spanish, you know, Royo. 
It's, uh, that is how Jesus. you pronounce it if you were Spanish. Um, <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were joking or not, but I'm glad you're not. Hey, guys, what was the original name for the reindeer, Donner and Blitzen? Um, Abbott and Costello. Blizzard and B- Blonten. It was Dooner and Blixum, which are the German words for thunder and lightning. Holy shit. Dooner and Blixum. I need to remember that. That's the dopest thing I've ever heard. Shh. Blixum. So, guys, now, what can you tell me about the names Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Downer, Blitzen? They weren't the original names of the reindeer? No, they were. Well, they, except for those, the other two. But the thing is, most of those are male-sounding names. However, male deer shed their antlers in winter, so the reindeer pulling huh. Santa's sleighs are more likely female or castrated, which gives Whoa. us Rudolph the Nutless Reindeer, a <laughs> oh viable uh, a viable holiday hymn that I will be singing from now on. Holy moly. H- how much do you have left, Laser? You're breaking my Rudolph heart. Rudolph the Nutless Reindeer, <laughs> reindeer had no fucking balls. No balls. <laughs> and if you would ever ask him. What? What? You would say that fucking sucks. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Stay tuned for Holy our fire shit. parody album of Christmas songs. Oh my god. Hey guys, what's a good way to recycle your Christmas tree? Wood chipper. Some zoos take donated Christmas trees and use them as food for animals. That's wild. Oh, I thought you were gonna say there's a like a pine tree exhibit. No. I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, why uh, why are uh, spiders considered a symbol of Christmas in nope. Poland? Nope, not nope. Skip this. I hate spiders. So in Poland, they're considered to be symbols of prosperity and goodness. Um, so spiders and spider webs are often used as Christmas tree decorations. According to legend, a spider wove baby Jesus a blanket to keep him warm. Holy shit. That's some Charlotte's Web shit. And God said, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> like Charlotte's Web, but with a blanket? Yeah, no, Charlotte's Web actually wrote above the manger, what a God. <laughs> Many people don't know. <laughs> some Web. God. Some God. <laughs> I said, what a God. Some prophet, yeah. Hey, guys, when was Tinsel invented? Uh, in Tinseltown. I said when, but fuck you, right? So it was invented yeah. in 1610 and once was made of 1610 in Germany, and it was once made of real silver. What? Wait, the popcorn? Tinsel. Tinsel, like the fucking shiny shit, dude. Come on. Is that the thing that has a popcorn on it? No, that's that's like a different thing. That's like. Is it? <laughs> hey guys, have you have you all ever kept up with No Rad Santa Tracker to see where Santa's going? I actually did one year when I was trying to convince my father that Santa was real. I was wrong. Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm sorry. Never mind. Hello. Welcome to Informative Why Podcast. If you still believe in Santa, stop listening now. (laughs) So, um, No Rad Santa Tracker was born from a misprint in the newspaper. Wait, what? Yeah, a 1955 Sears ad was supposed to print the number of a store where children could call and tell Santa what they wanted for Christmas. Mm -hmm. The number printed was to the hotline of the Director of Operations for the U.S. Continental Air Defense. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That's insane. Colonel Shoup ordered his staff to give the children updates on the flight coordinates of Santa. Aww. Oh, my. That's so cute. It's just fucking nuts. That's adorable. That's so fucking Aww. wholesome, though. Like, good for him. That's the best, man. What a bad. What a class act. That's great. One last thing is that Paul McCartney's Christmas song, Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time, is widely regarded as one of the worst of all the songs he's ever recorded. <laughs> yet he earns $400,000 a year off of it. Holy shit. I need to write a, like a holiday jingle. We already did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we just did at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. You know Laser and Matthew and, <laughs> and Keon, Keon and, and that's it. <laughs> Why a podcast is kind of shit. But do you recall all the other things you could be doing right now? Please don't keep listening. Why a podcast is better, better than however you would choose to spend your time. That's the let. Nope. That, <laughs> your life is kind of miserable. miserable. <laughs> all right, Keon, go on to your topic, please. It's Keon's time. Okay. It's a key. I'm sorry, that was delightful. Okay, so guys, my question to you is why is the movie It's a Wonderful Life a Christmas classic? All right, so as we all know, um, I have seen every movie there is. Every single one, yes. Every single movie. So really, 
I know we're talking about a specific movie, but my brain is so inundated with knowing every movie that like I'm gonna I might meld into other movies, you know. So <laughs> okay, so laser. it's a wonderful life, you know. Bruce Willis, he he <laughs> he was celebrating Christmas with his family in Britain, and um, mm-hmm. Alan Rickman cheats on his wife. Yeah, with Lily Potter. Uh, with yeah. Bruce. Willis. Are you just gonna combine all of the Christmas? Uh, that was and um, what a good film though. And then a kid shoots his eye out. And as we all know, oh blood God. sacrifices are the integral part of Christmas. Of, of Christmas cheer. Yeah, no. And when you uh, have a blood sacrifice, you have to sign it in your blood. You have to sign the Santa Claus with your blood. And that's uh-huh. why a Christmas diehard story actually <laughs> is the best yeah. Christmas movie of all time. That's very good. Keon's not wrong, Laser's not wrong, no one's wrong, but the truth really is, the reason that It's a Wonderful Life is such a Christmas classic is because, um, I don't know about you guys, but I I really love uh, bank movies on Christmas, you know, I like like hearing about how uh, no one has money when I'm spending a lot of money in the holiday season, I think that's why. You're not even, that's the worst part about, okay, (laughs) Uh, just really quick aside, everyone loves this movie so much, I'm a, a humbug about it, I'm a Scrooge about it. Like, it's not a bad movie by any rights, but it just irks me. And here's why. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life was created based on the... Uh, it was cre- So, mm-hmm. the author Philip Van Doren Stern actually was going to write it into a book called The Greatest Gift. But since it wasn't going to get published, he actually made it into a Christmas card in 1939. A card? Like, literally a card? A Christmas card, yeah. It was just a Christmas card. <laughs> How do you turn a book into a two-page card? That's what I did for my college thesis. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we actually, when we were doing our AP exam for psychology, you could actually, like, I think someone got a seven, like a, a completely perfect score, by only having, like, 50 words. They just were really concise. I'm not even kidding. For your IB exam? No, for AP exam. Oh, then be a five, then. Okay. You confused me. You said seven, and I was like, oh, IB exams were sevens, so it threw me off. Then that, too. Whatever. They did super good. It might have been the IB exam. Anyway. No one gives so, a shit about this. Let's get back to Go die. Christmas. So, and Merry Christmas. So uh, <laughs> it was it was unsuccessfully published, but the Christmas card was decent, decent enough that the RKO producer David ha- Hempstead, yeah Hempstead, uh, wanted to make it into a movie for uh, Cary Grant's uh, career, kind of giving him a vehicle to become even more famous. And they actually ended up writing three different scripts and realized that this wasn't really working out and couldn't really market it. So in 1939, that's when they started production, but didn't really get anywhere until in 1945, Frank Capra, the director of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington and other classics, Mm -hmm. uh, saw the Christmas card and loved it and wanted to buy the rights for uh, and just take it off of uh, David Hepstein's uh, hands. And David Hepstein was very excited, too, because he had no idea what to do with the property. So he gave three scripts and uh, the rights to Frank Capra for... I think he bought it off um, Philip Van Doren Stern, like the the rights for 10000 and then just like for the same 10000 gave that and more perks to Frank Capra. And uh, it was it was it became one of Capra's uh, Capra's favorite movies that he's ever made, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And also something really cool is that it was modeled after the town in New York called uh, Seneca Falls. Yeah. And apparently in Seneca Falls, they have every single year they have an It's a Wonderful Life festival. So like every winter, they always have that and they have the movie going, which is really cute. And it's a town wide festival. That is really cute. So why don't you like it? The movie didn't do too well. <laughs> um, it needed to make. <laughs> About six point three million dollars to break even domestically. Um, it made three million, unfortunately. It was kind of a bomb when it came out in uh, nineteen forty-five, and uh, that's the unfortunate part of its history. But it didn't reach critical uh, claim and fame until nineteen seventy-four. So in nineteen seventy-four, the reason why it became huge is because that's when the copyright expired. They just forgot to renew the copyright, like legitimately. <laughs> they just forgot, and so in nineteen. 19- <laughs> I don't in all the I I googled it I tried to find who did this but literally they're just like they forgot like all of them are just like whoopsie I'm like who the fuck how how and they just forgot you're telling me someone forgot to try to make sure they don't lose their rights and then what it became public domain so it just got played all the time okay did you read the same article because that's exactly what happened Matt you hit the nail on the head oh I'm sorry I was just like holy shit that's crazy no you're not wrong no you you hit the nail on the head what ended up happening is that since in 1974 the copyrights were given up and so every single TV station was just champing at the bit for 
some new content that they could show for Christmas, not the same old stuff. And they mm-hmm. found It's a Wonderful Life. And so they're like, okay. And every single TV station ended up airing it. And uh, apparently the reception to the movie was a, a little mixed because there's a heavy World War II theme because 1945 is when it was first released. So it was big on like the main character's brother comes back from war. It kind of has a little bit of that good old boy feel. But at the end of the day, like everybody loved it. They love the tone. They love the story, all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of tropes came from that uh, the trope of in A Christmas Carol that that, OK, well, this is da- uh, the-, the Nazis. Exactly, the Nazis in the yeah. Christmas Carol. <laughs> no, <so> but <laughs> remember the Nazis in uh, Charlie Brown Christmas Special. That was yeah, fucked up, man. and like in the Star Wars Christmas Special, the Nazis. You know how you there. know how the adults get like the wah 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 wah. Oh God, don't. don't. <laughs> so the, the so like in um, a Christmas Carol, they had the um, de- uh, ghost of. Christmas future, which was like, well, what if you die and how you're going to be remembered? But this originated the trope or at least made it vogue, the trope of uh, what if you never existed? And so uh, in the plot, just to give a quick synopsis, the plot is that there is a character named I should Google it. One moment. (laughs) (laughs) James Stewart plays George Bailey. (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we should not record after 10 p.m. This is wild. I fucking listen, man. So like, <laughs> fucking elf. Like, it took him so long for the Nazis to show Thank up. You. I was just <laughs> like, I like that part where Will Ferrell plays that uh, snowball game against the Nazis. It's, yeah. I mean, it's annoyingly cute, though. You know, and I it's loved like, it when Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer uh, and his friend he wanted his friend wanted to be a dentist, but first they had to kill the Nazis. It was great. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So George Bailey, the the titular character is a uh, a small town. George Bailey. What you didn't even know the character's name. This is I know it now. Fuck off. So George <laughs> Bailey is uh he is in this town and wants to he has big dreams and he finds this his uh, this sweetheart and he's trying to get out of this town but everything keeps pulling him back and he gets to the point where like there's a lot of debt and uh, his business is failing his banking mm-hmm. business well not banking business i don't even remember the business his family's business is is failing because the, the family business is the bank okay then it's yeah. failing because they keep lending things to people and being nice instead of being greedy that was it yeah it's real rough i watch it every year with my dad just about and uh, my mom likes it too but my dad loves it it's his favorite one i don't know why but, I stopped watching it because I hate it. So, <laughs> I mean, I I like it enough. I didn't like it as a kid, and I appreciate it now more as a, like a film, like as a, a piece of art. I really enjoy it, but it's still kind of boring if you if you've seen it a lot. Yeah, for everyone listening at home, this guy's uh, life gets pretty rough because his uncle is a fucking idiot. But I thought it's a wonderful life. It's literally an ironic name. Like I. Fu- Christ on sale! It pisses well, me off. Well, it's like the idea is you that mean you mean a movie with Nazis in it isn't <laughs> okay, about a wonderful on. life. Hold on, okay, let me just really let me quick clarify because have you seen it, Keon? Have you seen the movie? Have I seen the movie? Yeah, yeah, it, it's on every channel, every all the time, at forever. Oh well, no, I was just saying because you said it's ironic, and I'm like, well, it's, it's ironically named that because the idea is that he thinks his life is so terrible, but then he realizes it is a wonderful life despite all the problems that we all have. Because it is. His life's terrible. Oh, shit, guys. I forgot to say, and this is incredibly important. Yes? I did make some dope gingerbread cookies yesterday. <laughs> I'd, I'll have to try them. Uh, they won't be hey, here when you're Hey, here. Laser, do you hear this? Did Did you just cock a gun? That was... No, I picked up my Two Guns album. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's very good. Oh man! All right. Really quick, the thing that I y'all motherfuckers keep interrupting me. The thing I wanted to say is that his uncle, he gives his uncle an eight eight thousand dollar envelope to take to the bank so that they can like kind of square away their debt. Uh And the uncle ends up losing it, and the rich greedy asshole in the town ends up taking it and like screwing them over. Mm -hmm. And so now his big problem is that his family business is going to go under the thing that he sacrificed his entire life for. And so he contemplate suicide and gets up on a bridge and then an angel comes down from heaven to talk him out of it and saying this is what your life would be like if you didn't exist and then that's where also where the uh, quote um when a bell rings an angel gets its wings because the mm-hmm. reason why the angel comes down is kind of to prove himself as an angel so he can also get his wings and he's a pretty cool character i but- mean we could debate this a lot but i think 
that you have a bit of a pessimist outlook on this movie. Guess what? I didn't ask. So every character <laughs> gives him money at the end, and he and he finds out that he is loved. But he still the the bad guy that stole the money still has the money. He's still the bad guy. He's still foreclosing on all the houses and uh, like taking all the like sucking this town dry of money. Yeah. He's, uh, like the dude's life is still technically in shambles. There, like the family, the the town is bailing him out. But at the end of the day, like the town's still suffering. Like them giving him money doesn't solve anybody's problem in the long term. Shit. You know, if everyone just like sat down, talked about their differences, and settled everything in a Fortnite battle royale, <laughs> there would be there wouldn't be any di- like because all these movies just boil down to communication issues. And you know what, Laser, that brings me to my I'm, topic. wait. I'm so I'm being a dick, but at the end of the day, it's a it's a good movie. Like it's legitimately good. I just like pick at the parts that I dislike because it's kind of has an attitude about it that's a little passive aggressive ultimately like the whole movie but it's it's a nice time and it's all it's really wholesome and good if it's on tv you might as well watch it it's good time but the reason why it's on tv all the time is because the copyright ran out way back in 1974 yeah nice solid i liked it that was that was good it was good. Future person, just delete all that. Matt, go on to your fucking question. Dude, dude go. It's the most wonderful, wonderful life of, of the life. year. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta keep throwing in occasional Christmas carols. <laughs> I have a white question for you folks. Why? Ask it, you... Matt. Ask it, Matt. Ask it, Matt. Right now, <laughs> please do it, Matt. I am begging you. Please do it, Matt. I ah. am trying, but you are being a huge cock. Why don't you guys know that Christmas songs are Jewish shit that is written? By Thank Jews? you for talking about my huge cock on here. <laughs> it is very nice to get make that shit quite clear. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, cool, Matt. So the real question is, why don't you guys know that a bunch of the classic Christmas songs were written by Jews? Seriously? Well, as we all know, um, <laughs> Christmas music is considered just kind of a nebulous thing. And um, so as soon as one comes into the stratosphere, you really go, I mean, like, where the fuck did it even come from? It, Christmas music is a lot like Cotton Eye Joe because you don't, <laughs> we don't know where it came from. We don't know where it went. We don't know where it came from. We don't know where it went. Cotton Eye Joe. Um, Cotton Eye Joe. So the thing is, Christmas music, after it has finally breached the creative stratosphere into the collective consciousness of humanity, uh, it loses all origin and it loses all of uh, of what made Keon, it what please it once fucking was. Answer the question. So <laughs> Jewish Keon. people, Keon, please. So guys, I don't. So I don't want to. I don't want to blow your minds. But in the in the Jewish faith, there is the Star of David. Now what? What do they? Yeah. Now what do the? What do the three wise men use to get to Jesus? They use the North Star, uh-huh. and the North Star, Star of David. It, it can't be a coincidence. You know what's interesting about the North Star? And the Star of David and all that. The Star of David, it's made of, it has six sides. What has three sides? A triangle. So uh, the Star of David's two triangles put together. What else has three sides? The Pyramid, Pyramid of Giza, Illuminati confirmed. So I don't mean to uh, to to cause everyone to be alarmed, but the Illuminati is in charge of uh, all the Christmas music. All right, Yo, those were the, the most dumpster fire answers I've ever received in this podcast. Holy shit, dude. But um, I'm going to go ahead and proceed. 420 Blazer. So um, there are a bunch of songs and movies written by Jews. I'm not going to cover all of them. However, I will cover some of the songs that were written by Jews that are classics for you out there. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to list a couple of them. And I'm going to ask you if you think they're written by a Jew, if they're written by a Christian man and or woman. Okay. All right. And if how many of these do we get wrong until we're like until we're fucked up, (laughs) until we're the problem? Uh, White Christmas was written by Irving Berlin. Jew or not Jew? Jew. Jew. You know what? He was a Jew. Good job. He also wrote God Bless America. No way. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, right? What a good Jew. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, composed by, wait for it, Joshua Richardson. 
not Jewish. No Jewish. He was actually talking about Hitler. It was a lot of pent-up aggression. Oh, actually... fuck. This is... I got news for you. You know, when the Nazis showed up in the Grinch. <laughs> I... So um, you're, you're wrong because you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, was actually composed by Albert Hogg, who was Jewish. Damn. Cool. Is, am I right because I called the... No, I'm wrong. You're still wrong. He's Hogg. He's not kosher, so... <laughs> that was I fucking like funny. Come on, give me that. Give me that one. Give me. It. I, just, I just give me the give me the laughs. I need it for Rudolph I need it. the Red Nose. I need the laughs. Give it. Was written by Johnny Marks. Um, uh, Marks. That's communist, not Jewish. Yep, Christian. Communism is a religion. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so it was written by Marks. Is uh, actually a common Jewish name. It was written by a Jew. Really? And huh. it's based on a short story. Penned by his brother-in-law, who invented Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Here's here's the big question, though. Michael Buble, Jewish or not? That's the question? Yeah. I mean, like, he's the he's the king. He's the king of Christmas. He is the king of Christmas. Michael Buble just sings, he sings other people. Yeah, he hibernates until Christmas. Literally, he comes out of his little cave and, so, like, stretches okay, and then sings Christmas songs. Okay, we get it. He's, he's half Jewish. <laughs> All right, Matt, continue. Matt? What? What? Continue. We're doing a podcast. Did you just like fucking get on your phone? I was trying to check if Michael Buble was Jewish. He's agnostic. Okay. You're welcome. (laughs) That's the best possible answer. He's he's nothing else. Holy shit. I love it. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, my God. What a good fucking, what a good religion to be for me to look up. Anyway. Um, I'll do just a couple more and then I'll just list them. Oh, uh, man. Just lightning round. Okay. Uh, run, run, Rudolph, run. Written by uh, Johnny Marks. Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer is Jewish. <laughs> Here's the thing. I I just read the only other song on this list written by the same person I already asked you about. <laughs> so I'm I'm apparently ready to be done with this topic. So I'm just gonna read these question these songs. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Michael Bublé. Also written by Johnny Johnny Marks. Oh God, this this dude's prolific. Uh, Silver bells. Michael Bublé. Written by Jay Livingston and Ray Evans. Yet another one written by Jews. Um, that was actually inspired by the Salvation Army bell ringers. Pretty cool. Hmm. Let It Snow, written by Jewel Stein and Sammy Kahn, a.k.a. Michael Buble's (laughs) fake people. He's Michael Buble. Okay. He wrote it. This is a lie. Everyone is Michael Michael Buble in a costume. Everyone is, like, everyone who ate Michael Buble became him, but somehow he, like, escaped, and so he's still alive. He's an elder god that just eats musicians. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You know, I could have been Michael Buble in another life. I got. You like really a, could have. That's some lore. I got a good baritone. Dude, you need to kill him. You got to eat him and become Michael Buble. Yeah. Like I, I've been fucking around, but um, here, 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 my. Can you um, stop fucking around with Elon Musk and just like eat Michael Buble? Here, here, my Christmas music, and tell me I couldn't have been Michael Buble. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure whether to go serious or not. I'm really so just... upset because I was like waiting for really good singing, and then you just said, ah. Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh, or the fields we go, laughing all the way. Ha, ha, ha. See, 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 cut that's, that out. That's not bad at all. That's not bad. I, that's not bad. But when you took your pause, it the, the audio went static for me. I don't know if that happened to you, Matt, on the call. So I literally just thought you you hung up. No, that was <laughs> that was that's my singing. Okay, right, uh, the last three songs. I'll just hit these real quick so we can go to the why not. Winter Wonderland, written by Felix Bernard and Richard B. Smith. Uh, the Christmas song composed by, composed by Mel Torme. It's called the Christmas song. Yeah, the Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. I didn't know that's what that was called. Like, that's quite the name. Yeah, that, that's a terrible name Chestnuts for the song. Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. That's good SEO. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. That one. Huh. Yule Time Carols. Yeah, being sung by a choir. Yeah. It's an acquired taste, that song. I'll Be Home for Christmas, composed by Walter Kent. That's the last one. Happy feelings, everybody. Let's why not something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome to the little section we call Why Not, where one of us chooses a why not question for us to debate. We didn't discuss who was going to do it, so I'm going to just throw like a the why not badge out. 
in the middle of the floor in the dank warehouse where we all record this and we'll all <laughs> scramble to grab it to get that sweet why not reward. I picked it up. It's mine now. All right. Keon can eat tonight. Yeah. It's like brass knuckles. We, we starve another day. Brass man. knuckles. <laughs> that funky, funky knuckles. <laughs> You're a pumpkin hill again. Sorry. That's the uh, stupidest thing we've ever done. Is that the stupidest? Thing? No, we've done stupid. Oh, yeah. No, the, the, this podcast is just stupid things. So my question to both of you. <laughs> Uh, yes, and this sir. comes from a beautiful user who happens to be my brother who sent us an email on whypodcast at gmail.com. Ooh, true. His question is, why not elves? Um, um, all right, motherfucker, negative. Damn. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. So why not elves? Would that make you? So you're against elves? He's, an- he's anti-elf. I'm against elves. There we go. Okay, I'm, I'm pro. Or neutral. Uh, up to you, Matt. I'm, uh, fuck, hold on. Flip a coin. My whole recording setup just moved, but it's okay. I'm going to go with Destroy I it. am negative, pro, pro. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm neutral. That's They're very different, those two things. I had to think about what you asked him as to whether or not negative and pro were like pro-elf or not, and it took me a minute to remember what you said. I am anti-elf. <laughs> so, Laser, you want to start us off with your anti-elf sentiment? Yeah, I'll start it off because those motherfuckers think they're better than us. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, they don't want us to have breakfast. Yeah. Oh, look at you. You live forever. Okay, whatever. Who wants to live forever? I don't even want to live till I'm 30. All right, motherfucker. Pointy ears? That's more surface area for me to stab. All right, motherfuckers. Elves? Those bitches? Oh, look at me. I have an amazing work ethic. Oh, look at Oh, man, I'm so cool. I can build toys oh all year God. long. Elves? They think they're better just because just because they live forever just because from birth they know how to use a bow and string and just because they all know who their parents are elves oh my don't God. know shit keon you're Fuck the middle elves. of the road keon what do you, what do you like about elves i like elves cuz they make uh, they make cookies and trees they're pretty nice. pretty good keebler I like that they make toys. Uh, as a little kid, I, I it, it was hard to get a hold of any of those good toys, so so Santa would send them over with the. Also, by the way, really quick, like oh, fuck you. Whenever people are just like, oh, I wrote to Santa, and I didn't get my shit. He's like, that's because your fucking hardworking parents couldn't get you all the bullshit on your goddamn card. Fuck you for like telling kids like, oh, write fucking Xbox on your goddamn card, and then your parents have to scramble to get the money together to give you an Xbox, or else they think mm-hmm. that fucking Santa doesn't love you and you were a shitty kid, even though you're probably fine. Sorry, really quick tangent. I anyway. know. So the best thing about why nodding a fictional thing is that, yeah, you can make up whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) So, so anyway, continue. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say pro elves, um, because I also am going to make up what I want about elves. Um, here's the thing about elves. I'm pro elves existing because they literally do Santa's job. Santa does fucking nothing. Like he's a lazy fuck. He does one um, thing a year, and okay, the elves are working okay, the whole okay, year. Okay, okay, okay. Let's talk about because here's the thing: is we don't know what Santa does in his downtime, and I'm just saying, sort of like okay, Usain Bolt. What does he do? He runs in the Olympics. Uh-huh. Okay, so what's he doing on all the days that isn't the Olympic running event? You're basically saying the same thing. No, I'm not. There's a difference. Is there? Yeah, Santa can't run. Yeah, Santa's training. He's, he's staying he's not, in shape. He's not training to for his all sitting of those in a sleigh. Gifts. And he uses the elves as punching bags because they're <laughs> despicable. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, this is this ends the segment. Why not on the podcast? Why a podcast? Yeah, how do we feel about elves, guys? <laughs> I, I it is eleven oh seven p.m. and I have to wake up at five thirty. Good. That's, That's how, how we I feel, feel about, about elves. elves. Uh, what time is it, Kia? <laughs> a Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's take a break. There it is. And Happy New Year. Dasher and Blitzen and Cognac and Cognac. Hello, everybody. Thanks again for listening to Why a Podcast. This is Matt here coming at you from the kitchen of my father's home on the 26th of December, a.k.a. Boxing Day. But to me, the day that we're actually celebrating Christmas. I was out of town celebrating with my girlfriend, aforementioned Sam, and uh, I just got back literally hours ago and had to uh, go ahead and record this quick break for you guys. And I gotta say, it's been a pretty good holiday. I'm really excited that we get to share this episode with you. Again, apologies that it's a day late, but uh, the holidays tend to get a little bit busy. 
And if Keon's mini-sode wasn't enough to show you, we are all literally everywhere right now and very busy, unfortunately. Um, But we're very excited to share this episode with you, and we really hope that you enjoy it. Uh, If you aren't already, if you could follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Neopets... Or basically any of those is fine. I mean, you'll get the same same content for most of those. I mean, if you're a Facebook guy, I guess follow us on Facebook. Twitter's pretty much just the Instagram feed retweeted. I mean, really, I mean, it's just, it, if you want new content, you got to go to the Neopets. I mean, everybody knows Neopets are the future. Plus, uh, Laser's taking great care of his Neopet on there and not ours. So you get to watch our Neopets starve. Anyway, if you want to check us out on all those amazing or mediocre social media websites, we are at Wyatt Podcast for all those. Shout out to those who have already done that, and uh, a major thank you to everyone who's already been following us and sharing us with friends or family, leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast. Um, we're really amazed at the amount of listeners and uh, and people reaching out to us so far, and uh, at like 27 episodes in, we're pretty dang happy so far with the progress, and we look forward to growing it more and more in the new year. So if you haven't already, go ahead and reach out to somebody you think would enjoy hearing about how uh, you as a killing horses, or uh, pretty much anything that we joke about on here, other than maybe Taco Bell. We got some feedback on that. Apparently, not everybody's as crazy about Taco Bell as us, but that's okay. Anyway, I just want to wrap this break up real quick. I'm getting too excited about Taco Bell. It makes me hungry for the turkey. We now have to wait an hour and a half for, even though it said it was fully cooked. I'm sorry, Dad. I didn't know that was going to happen. Happy holidays. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to go back to waiting the hour and 10 minutes or so for this turkey to be ready as I eagerly, you know, no, I'm going to eat some bread or something. It's going to be good. Sorry, Keon. It's no keto on Christmas. Thanks to Evan Draper, as always, for our theme song. We really appreciate it. If you want to check out more of his work, you can check out at Silo Digital on YouTube, SoundCloud, and pretty much anywhere that he's killing it. Yeah, he's killing it everywhere, so probably anywhere. And happy holidays to our Y survivors. We're really thankful for you, and um, seriously, thank you for the support. Anyway, back to the show. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Uh, watch out swinging that axe at that tree that we're cutting down, Keon. I think it's going to fall on top of us if you aren't careful. Did you know that Fortnite's being sued because they were using Carlton's dance? Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. It's falling over on top of me. <laughs> what a good transition. Oh, I'm going to be crushed to death underneath this tree before I could even see my father one last time before Christmas is over. Ah, no one <laughs> saved me. No, we weren't going to. I could see that being the premise for a movie. Isn't that how like Jack Frost started? Yeah. I've been impaled by a branch. <laughs> like Logan, my favorite Christmas movie. I'm bleeding out on the snow. Here, I'm going to go save Laser real quick. I Oh, Matt, the Oh, True Love's Kiss? That wasn't what I expected. <laughs> how does your arm feel now? I impaled you and then I kissed you. How are you? Lastly, we have our own personal why questions, where we go around the table and ask each other a personal why question. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hello. All of us. Yes. How do we celebrate? Wait, fuck. Why do we celebrate Christmas the way that we do? How how about why do we celebrate the holidays? Why, why, Why and how do we celebrate the holidays? I like that. Hey, Matt, would you like to go first? Uh, sure. So Hanukkah, uh, otherwise known as the only thing that can be spelled about eight different ways correctly, is a holiday for Jews uh, for the uh, holiday times that we kind of cultivated because of Christmas. I mean, it exists in the Jewish faith, but the uh, gift giving and a lot of that other stuff was definitively more commercialized because there were young Jewish children who were very upset Santa didn't like them. And they needed to make it a more gift-giving celebratory holiday. And it's actually based around uh, the uh, story of the oil that lasted eight days that should not have lasted eight days. And a bunch of the uh, actual more in-depth Jewish history about rededication of the temple and stuff like that. And so I celebrate uh, Hanukkah with my my mom and my uh, family. And I was raised Jewish and I am Jewish. Uh, But I also celebrated uh, non-religiously Christmas every year with my dad. And, uh, and to a certain extent with my mom as well, because, you know, she likes the holidays and she likes Christmas time and she loves Christmas movies, but she's just not religious about it. So she kind of looks at it more of like, a, hey, it's the holiday season. We're celebrating this in that way. Um, so we celebrate holiday cheer and then Hanukkah. Fuck yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, and some like traditions, like I made latkes this year, the first time for the first time by myself, by scratch. Oh, uh, yeah. fucking love latkes! So they good. are amazing. They are so much work, and I did not know it quite how much until I had to do it myself. And fuck, it was rough. You just get pancake mix and put potatoes in it, right? I'm gonna kill you. And also, <laughs> and then you eat it, and then you applesauce that bitch. Hell yeah! There you go. I was actually really proud, though, because mine were really good, and I was told that mine, by a couple of people who've had both, were at least as good as my mom's, if not a little bit better. So, Hell yeah. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't f- I'll fucking tell Michelle you just said that. She's going to hear it. She listens to this podcast. Yeah, she'll find out. Uh, so, yeah. So, I celebrate a little bit of both, and I love it. Definitely my favorite traditions of the latkes and the food in general is so good around the holidays, but you guys know that because laser. Yeah. What do you do for the holidays? What do I do for the holidays? Well, the first thing we're going to talk about is kind of what I used to do. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, th- things have changed a little bit. Um, so the average, I'm just going to kind of talk about Christmas Day. The average Christmas morning would be waking up around 530 with my sister and we would sneak into the living room and extremely carefully unpack and look at everything on our stockings really yeah well before Aww. my my parents had waked woken up and we <laughs> would we would take everything out of stockings see what we got and then carefully put it back in the same way that we found it <laughs> damn that's cute oh it's so cute and so wholesome every single year Aww. and then we'd pretend to be like a surprised when our parents came down. <laughs> and that's how you became an actor. It was literally tradition. That's so cute. Yeah, that was a good time. So anyway, we would then wait and then uh, until the allotted time that my parents would allow us to wake them up. Then we would go through the stockings while they ate breakfast Aww. for, you know, the quote unquote first time. <laughs> and then we would have a bunch of guests over and then we'd open gifts and then things would be kind of relaxed. And then for a... Uh, combination like lunch dinner sort of thing it's we have basically uh thanksgiving dinner but on christmas (laughs) just literally cook the same exact stuff that's awesome dude yeah it's just i mean like i don't really have too much fun it's just very pleasant so this year's a bit different i'm in a relationship which is extremely Mm -hmm. wonderful and i'm very happy um and my parents are actually leaving in the middle of the day, Christmas Day, and flying to Canada. Oh, geez. As that is where my sister lives. Um, so, which is really cool for them because they get to hang out with me a little bit Christmas morning and then see my sister. That's a crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And my two nieces, like at the very end of the day. Aw. So, yeah, it's like really cool for them. And then I'm going to be doing a variety of Christmas things with my, uh, with my partner and uh their family that's nice sounds nice yeah so um you know not not a not anything honestly too unique except yeah that that's just that's my christmas but it's sweet you know that's what matters yeah, yeah it's it's really nice keon why don't, why don't you tell me something that's gonna cheer me up yeah um mike i love the uh holidays in my household because my family i went to a catholic school but like my family traditionally is uh, like Muslim, but mm-hmm. growing up, like they, I went to a Catholic school, so my parents were like, "Well, this is kind of rough to like." In general, like religion was just a rough uh, proposition because I would pray in the morning and stuff like that. But we would, I would also go to a Catholic school, so like it's very different from Muslim prayer. Prayer, regardless, when I was growing up, it became okay, Christmas is happening, but we haven't really, like, imbued in my... Like, I never really believed in Santa Claus. Like, I did for a little bit, but then I think, like, around five I stopped. And the, so they'd just be like, well, just do something else. So we would put up a tree, mm-hmm. but instead of putting presents under it and, like, you know, doing the Santa came, what we would do is we is my parents and my... Like, if we had visiting family, they would hide the presents around the house. Aww. And we would go find them. That's so cool. It was so cute. Ah, fuck yeah. And I've, I know I've brought this up on the podcast before, but what I really love that happened one year is we got the Prince of Persia game for the PS2, and my brother and I were so <laughs> excited to play it. But my my genius... Literally, my aunt is, a like, a def, definitive genius. She has mm-hmm. a huge IQ. So she hit she the... She hit it in Persia. She <laughs> hit it in like the back of a towel closet that we don't ever use she's like i'm going to trick him and then she forgot where the fuck she put it oh and my so God. that's fantastic God. we it took us two years to find it i'm not kidding you oh my no. god so we did like not play that two game years? And my parents, yeah and my parents didn't fucking buy another one because why would they it was a, like 60 dollars game oh Holy my god fucking yeah shit. and so we do that's that literally the best <laughs> it's so good so we do that my but 
I think my favorite memory, like the quintessential Christmas to me, but it was only it only happened once. But the, it's it's the moment that I always remember is that my mom, we my brother and I used to play every time we'd go to the arcades, we'd play those light gun games, like the gun games. Mm-hmm. And every now, anytime we go to an arcade, we that's all we do. We just go and play two player gun games. And we found out that t- our favorite game was Time Crisis Three. And we found out that one Christmas, Time Crisis 3 was coming out for the PS2 with its own light gun. And also Time Crisis 2 was coming out with another light gun. So my brother got Time Crisis 3. I got Time Crisis 2. And for the entire winter break, we just were shooting up baddies. It was the most magical time. And so that's the quintessential Christmas. We also go to New York City every once in a while, which I really like. And uh, Christmas in New York is just gorgeous. So that's those are all the traditions that we do. And it's it's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, I couldn't think of a better way to end that. Yeah. That's some good fucking shit. Hey, guys. Hey, pal. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year happy to you. Happy holidays to you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. Yeah. I, li- I like the sound Keon made. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. I, I really hope you-, you learned a couple things about Christmas and maybe... uh. When you're sitting around the dinner table or the Christmas tree the with your hearth. family, you can recite some of these facts and annoy the fuck out of your relatives. <laughs> or like maybe you have a Jewish uncle who always comes to Christmas dinner and you yeah. can... And he wrote all the songs. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I really would like to, to thank you all for listening to Why Podcast. Yeah. And in all seriousness, like it means a lot that anybody's listening to this. And every time we get a comment or we get somebody who thinks it's awesome or listens to the show in general it warms our little holiday hearts yeah we love you guys it's it's the listeners like you that fill us with the christmas spirit and other cheesy shit like that <laughs> but um bum bum shit wait you have to thanks for listening to why a podcast i'm laser Elric. i'm matthew slaza and i'm kian Buzar. and now you know why and this nope that didn't work at all. Hey, now you know why. But I'm <laughs> and all through the nights. Were you going to do I wish you a merry christmas but you yeah. like okay. I I I was trying in my head to fix Thank it. Thank you for listening to Why a podcast. Thank you for listening to Why a podcast. Thank you for listening to Why a Podcast. This and a happy uh, new year. This meme was ill conceived. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs>